Hello. Let's hit that music right about now. Shit, one second. I'm over here like, all right, let me at least get these things on the live. Let's talk about what we'll be talking about today in the NBA. What we'll be talking today is basketball. Primarily the worst and the best teams in the NBA. DeJounte Murray and the Atlanta Hawks. We're on a win streak. NBA trade rumors. Mark Williams. Oklahoma City Thunder. And much more. So if you guys do enjoy today's episode, be a friend and tell a friend. If you guys don't enjoy it, forget it ever happened. Now, guys, I think it's definitely fun to talk about the NBA when you're looking at it from an out, you know, outside view in. And, man, first off, I feel like today's the first day that I'm not, like, absolutely dead tired when I wake up. Like, I woke up supernatural. But let's just talk about the fact that this is an interesting NBA season because it's wide open. For the first time in forever, it seems like CBA could go for anyone. And when I look at it, I honestly think that... You know, I, I have said that my favorites for East Conference are on the West. I have the, the Grizzlies and the Nuggets are my, if I had to pick right now, a Western Conference Finals. Then the Eastern Conference Finals might be the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics or Nets versus Bucks, depending on how healthy the opposing team is. But I do find it, like, interesting as all hell as we gone through the season. I mean, it's definitely fun to see how wide open the the league is right now. That's not typically something you see. And there's some notifications that... um, Just texted, what's his face? Where you at? I want a shower, too. I'm also not excited for work. I'm going to work 2 to 11 at night. And with that being said, hey, Jack said he was five minutes late. Did you just wake up? Five minutes ago, yeah. (laughs) I actually woke up supernatural this morning. No alarm set, went to sleep before midnight, woke up 7.15 naturally. Uh, I left to fall asleep before midnight. There's basketball until 1 a.m. here. Oh, dude, dude, dude. Um, What's it called? It wasn't by choice falling asleep by midnight. Uh, like, I had pumped out 14 videos yesterday, and I was trying to stay up to the last game. Yeah, the last game came on. And I wanted to also edit my Cowboys video, which I'll edit today. And I was just on my bed playing some 2K. Next thing you know, I wake up at 7.15. Oh, nice. Yeah, I took a couple dabs. Um, when you sleep before uh, midnight, it's like a completely different sleep. Oh, it's a different dude. I woke up like literally what I mean, supernatural. Like I woke up because my body was like, yup, you got eight hours. Get up. Yeah. Like I, I was just like this. I was just laying there. Like it was one of those where I opened my eyes and I was just like, 
oh, I'm like awake, you know, like, like it wasn't groggy. I I I would take that right now. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I gotta go work at two p.m. to eleven p.m. for, and then it's for forty minute drive back home. It's pretty bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Homework and stuff. It would be in between. I haven't had any homework in sign, but it'd be in between. Fun. Mm-hmm. Did you have to do a capstone? Yeah. What was your capstone? An, an internship. My headphone fell out. What'd you say? Oh. <laughs> an internship. Obviously, but where? Where'd you work? Oh, I did a, uh, I did a golf one with with this guy I know and. Was it dope? It actually almost failed me. No, I didn't enjoy it. Oh, was it actually terrible? I don't know if he willingly almost failed me, but he gave me like a 60 on my evaluation at the end of the year, and it almost failed me. So. <laughs> he gave out of 100? 60 out of 100? Yeah, I got a D. Were you terrible? I I actually – I don't think I was that bad. I'm an intern. <laughs> How can an intern be that bad? Remote work. That's uh, kind of crazy to me. Wait, you got you got a 60% for remote work. <laughs> what were you doing? Like marketing? Yeah. Advertising type marketing. <laughs> How much did you hate that? Well, of course I hated it. I didn't get paid. And I'm like, I'm – you, Wait, you you didn't get paid? No, I, I thought I was. I thought my. I won't say too much on it because this is public. But like, I I was not. I was not a fan of the outcome of the result of what I was given. A D. But like I said, I don't know if he knew that because it was a weird way to. They weren't. It wasn't like grade him on blank. It was like. How was he at blank? Excellent, average, good, below average. Were you just below average on everything? I got, I got, yeah, like mostly below and average. <laughs> <laughs> but if you got all averages, that was like a 70. That's gay. Yeah, exactly. I don't, so it wasn't like transparent. Couldn't you have just reprint? So it was circle or right? It was circled. So you could have forced. Yeah. Well, I could have just pretended I was him and done a signature. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. So let's let's pivot and let's talk about the worst and the best teams in the NBA right now. I want to hear your thoughts. Who do you pick your four? Number one. Four. From each conference. Off the dome? Oh, here we go. Yeah, but I'll show you. I need to start waking up at not showtime. I wake up at 7. It's way too early for me. Get an hour. Wake up an hour before the show, bro. I Yeah, I, I watched a lot of Survivor last night. I didn't go to bed till 38. Survivor, is it worth it? I've never seen it. but So, actually, that's a lot. <laughs> I have seen Survivor. I just never understood. Every time in Survivor, they go take a shit, and there's these red eyes in the dark. Yeah, well, I love Survivor, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one where they're on a plane crash, and then they find out, actually, they weren't on a plane crash, and this whole thing's been in their mind because they've been in a hospital bed. 
I think that's manifest. Is that manifest? They're very similar shows. Not even close. Oh, Survivor's no, Mani- a reality show. Oh, Survivor's the reality. No, which is the other one? Not Survivor, but it was the one where they had. It was like the same premise as Survivor, and there's like ten seasons. I think you're thinking of manifest. No, manifest has three. Oh. They're on an island. Lost. Lost. <laughs> I just wanted to see Lost. I heard it's good. I've heard it's good. That's I honestly thought when you said Survivor, you were talking about Lost. Nah, I should. Survivor good? Yeah, I love Survivor. All right. All right. So over here, you got the one, seven win, seven game win streak on the Boston Celtics, the Bucks. The Sixers are the quietest third seed team in the world. Like, the Sixers are doing what we expected them, but like barely. Like it doesn't that it's weird. Like I can't put the Sixers as a top four team in the East. Wow, why not? Just because I don't th- see them overachieving. I don't see them. I just see them do like doing what they were supposed to do. But nothing's about them's flashy. But that's the same type of team that can go on and win themselves a championship. Yeah. I don't know. So let's look right here. Who are your for the Eastern Conference? We'll do these are the top eight teams. What are your four teams right here that you would take? I'm just gonna read you mine off real quick. Knicks, Nets, Celtics, Bucks. Knicks. Oh, I nah 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 nah. Cavs instead of Knicks. Cavs, Nets, Bucks, Celtics. I just saw the Knicks and I don't know why I said them. Those are mine. Cavs being the fourth. Bucks this is being current, current, current. Yeah, right fourth, now. Yeah, my fourth place team in the East is the Cavs. Third place is the Bucks. Uh, well, not right now. Just strength, like if they're fully healthy going into the playoffs. Oh, now we're now it's full health. Okay, fuck you. Because then I would, if it's full health, Bucks are third. If it's right now, it's Bucks are second. Okay. What if For, we did right now, Thursday, January 19th at 9 12 Eastern Standard Time? Celtics, Bucks, Nets, Cavs. But there's yep. no Kevin Durant. Yeah, but that's. So, the, so you seem pretty disrespectful to Philadelphia right now. I don't believe in James Harden. NGL. I don't believe It doesn't it. matter. There's no Kevin Durant playing basketball. Yeah, and I know they're on a. They've lost three games in a row right now without Kevin Durant. They've got yeah. over. Though that three game lose streak, they fall into fourth place. But they're yeah. still within earshot of being in second place. I just think that just shows how good of a record they had before Kevin Durant got hurt. Yeah, I also think it goes to show that if this team can win, like let's say there's like six more games, if they can win. You know, what, four to five of the next six games without Kevin Durant, and that brings their record to, like, five and six or, like, five and whatever it be. I think that could work out, you know, quite well for them. Yeah, I'm on the flip. I'm going to go right now, Thursday, January 19th, 9-13, Eastern Standard Time, Boston. Okay. Boston. Boston. Yeah, yeah, I'm walking here. I'm, I'm going to stick it in your ass. <laughs> I'm, going to go, 
go up. Oh, but wait, Milwaukee, aren't they without Giannis and Chris? Uh, I think Giannis is back. I bet Chris is still out. Uh, well, I guess I still am going to go with Milwaukee, although that feels weird. I'll go Philly and then Cleveland. Philly and Cleveland? All right. My logic, I can't lie, my logic seems a little flawed because the only reason Brooklyn's not there is because Kevin Durant's currently out. And I isn't Kyrie out as well? So, But then, on the contrary, you have Chris Middleton and, and Giannis out. So it's like, well, that's not necessarily fair, but Some These are my top eight teams in the East. How's that? Fuck, fuck you. Fuck the top four. This is my top eight. I like it perfectly. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. The Atlanta Hawks have won four straight. The Miami Heat, don't forget about the damn Miami Heat. Cleveland had a tough loss last night to the hottest team in the NBA. But I think Philadelphia is so under the radar. And I'm obviously, obviously, as a James Harden fan, they're not a finals threat at all, obviously. But James is doing a great job. He's a completely different basketball player. His usage is kind of what it was. Like, hasn't been this low since Oklahoma. And um, it's averaging almost career high in assists, just below 0.1 from his Houston days. So. Underrated. While you're texting that, listen, listen to this before we switch over to worst teams in the East and then the, we'll do West. Me and this girl have the same birthday, and every year we text each other happy birthday. I noticed she didn't text me this year, but I still texted her. And then I realized it's because she came to Jesus and no longer likes EDM. Went on her profile, and she deleted all pics she took at EDC last year and pride. Oh, my fucking God. A born-again Christian just rose from the EDM community. Be on Quora? What? What are you on Quora right now? <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> I was about to tweet out the show. And that was the tweet that was on my feed, and it caught my eye. Now you got some uh... – it looks like you look at some weird stuff on Twitter, man. No, it's people from high school. Uh huh. <laughs> if they still follow me, I'll still follow them. I'm that guy. If you don't follow me, though, we're done. We're done, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, unfollowing is pretty personal. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, we went to high school and you unfollowed me. You're an asshole. You're a, you're a fucking douchebag. I always wonder who unfollows me on. I'd like I don't my personal Twitter doesn't have many followers, so I guess. Oh, I know, I know, I know who unfollowed me. I I spent like a two years ago, like I downloaded that Instagram app to show you everyone who doesn't follow you that you follow, and I just unfollowed all of them. And I was sitting there with my girlfriend, I was like, dude, I might cry. This is so (laughs) about her. Like I thought we were friends. Some of the people that personal Yeah, dude, some of the people that unfollowed me, I was like, bro, we like hang out. Whoa. Yeah, like (laughs) I literally confronted they're like yeah dude because this was a time when I was posting a lot on my Instagram I deleted those posts they're like yeah they're like you were just blowing up my feed yeah dude you're kind of really annoying well that's why it's personal is because you could easily mute you yeah yes yeah (laughs) all right let's talk about the bottom five six teams seven teams the bottom seven teams in the East, the Pacers, the Bulls, the Raptors, the Wizards, the Magic, the Hornets, the Pistons. My four worst teams are the Pistons, the Hornets, the Raptors, the Bulls. Fuck you. I'm never putting my Wizards in there. 
after a win last night, I think we can turn the season around. Um, Bradley Beal's back. Christoph Porzingis and Kyle Kuzma is what matters. Those are our two best players. Bradley yeah, Beal's the third option. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Unicorn Princess is going to get injured soon and miss the year. No, he won't. No, he won't. He, he's Mr. Longevity. He just He's becoming Brett Favre. He's not going to miss like – Except he doesn't steal money. So he from throws twenty five picks a year, dude. Me and Luke got into an argument about that the other day. We're not even gonna talk about that. Yeah, this guy. All he does, all he did at the end of his career was throw interceptions. I mean, for his whole career, dude. Yeah, I think he yeah. had like all his whole career. He's like yeah. thrown multiple twenty interception seasons. You live and die by by the arm. Live and die by the arm. It was worth it. Uh, yeah. I am definitely going the Detroit Pistons, the Hornets of Charlotte, the Magic of Orlando, and the Wizards of Washington. Pretty clear. I think it's really cool that the Chicago Bulls are currently in the playoffs. Play in, but like, yeah. I I don't know if you want to say it's cool or it's sad. It's really cool. I just think... Well, the Pacers aren't a threat. The Pacers are going to blow it up. And I've been saying it time and time again. The Pacers are no threat. Really, and I they thought... finally lost five straight games because Tyrese is out, and they're gonna realize, oh, hey, we should probably trade like a lot of these guys. All right, right here. When you look at this, what team out of these? Let's not include the Pacers because we think the Pacers are actually like decent next year. And we'll include the Pacers out of these seven teams. Choose two that you could see being like top six seed next year. I, I say the, go with oh, Orlando first. Yeah, definitely Orlando's in that. The next one's kind of tough because you could it's uh, a, there's a realistic argument for every team. Probably it's a crapshoot. Yeah, it's a crapshoot because if the Raptors figure it out, they're a top three seed. Same thing with the Bulls, the Wizards if they can get some help. What you said, the Hornets if they get themselves like Victor Wembanyama or something. The Pistons, and they have. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the Hornets are the, the one that I can't – you couldn't sell me. You can't sell me yeah, the Hornets. Yeah, it's a tough sell. But, yeah, the Hornets are a tough sell. Yeah. I'll go Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. I, think they're, I don't think their season's going to end that well and on purpose, and I think they'll get another good player. And I'm sure some free agents would, would be like – like Chris Middleton. A guy like Chris Middleton would be like, hmm. I think it's I could t- live there. I think it's Toronto. I feel like yeah. Toronto, if they run it back and yeah. maybe they just give up like Gary Trent or Fred Van Vliet in free agency and then use that money to go out and then they get rid of Otto Porter and they actually get a bench. Otto Porter, big fail. Yeah, if they finally get a a, a, a nice bench. And I'm curious to see what happens with Freddie because he's not a player option. So if they don't trade him, I think he. I don't I think mean, yeah. be like, eh, I'm all set. All right, let's run through the, the, the West real quick. My four, the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans, and... Oh, man, did the Kings win last night? They did win last night. Uh, I, mean, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was too late. No one's talking about the Grizzlies' 11-game win streak. I know. Nobody's so... talk, talking about it. Are you still going to call them shit? They're breaking records. Yeah. No. 
What's wrong so, about the Memphis Grizzlies as it stands right now? The Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans. I can't put the Kings as my fourth oh, team. Nuggets pulled that off. I cannot. Okay, so Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans. Dude, the fourth option's hard. I'm going Luca. I can't. I can't bet Ew. against. Who are your four? I just don't That's believe in the disgusting. Kings. I, I can't. I don't believe in the Kings being that good as a third. Like the third. Like like the Kings are a playoff team. Don't get me wrong, but I see them being a team that maybe makes it to the second round and loses. Dang. Like the Kings making a playoffs is the equivalent to them winning a championship. Good for them. Dang. Yeah. I mean, I guess at this point, I'll go with the Denver Nuggets. The Grizzlies of Memphis, the Warriors of Golden State. Okay. And the Kings of Sacramento. How are the Warriors 22 and 22 and in front of the Jazz and Clippers? Just because oh, they've been a weird year. And the Jazz, uh, I, Jazz, didn't they beat the Clippers last night? Yeah. I, get, I know Kawhi and Paul were out, but. Ooh. Okay. Right. Who are your bottom four teams? Obviously, you'd probably go Rockets are in there. No. The, dude, it's insane to think about this because the West is wide open. Wild, like, wild West. The Lakers are like only four games behind the six seed. Not That's even good. four games. They're like three games behind the six seed. They just need AD to come back. Yeah, so if you look at this right here, my four teams, if I have to go, obviously Rockets, Spurs. This is where it gets a little bit difficult. I think you put Suns in there. Watch your next words very carefully. I believe in the Thunder, but I just at the same time, I think they're going to tank the the second half of the season. Like after the All-Star break, I think they're – because this is the last year. Like they only have one first-round pick this year, and I think they want one last good lottery pick. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So I'm gonna go Rockets, Spurs, Suns. Those are the three worst teams in the Western Conference. And then like the Thunder, we just have to put them in there. And that's just because I think this is the last year the Thunder are going to tank. Just because I just think the 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 West is wide open, and I just don't think the Thunder care to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Who are your, who, who's your four? Same. I'll, yeah, I'll go Rock. No, I'll go almost. I'll go Rockets, Spurs, Suns. I think the Blazers right now, just because Dame's dropping like forty piece, almost triple doubles every night, and they're still losing. I mean, they need they need some help. Yeah, no, they definitely do need some help. But let's talk about a team that has some help, and it comes from Luis Marion Dejounte Murray. Um, <laughs> but what you got? Did you see any highlights from the Hawks game last night? That was a game where Trey Trey Young actually went to the locker room because of an yeah. ankle sprained ankle injury. And I had a, I tweeted with some guys just talking about. I was like, if you believe in like I'm a, I'm a, I swear by high tops. But one of my friends, yeah. the one that I told you who could have gone to Central Arkansas, played like AU against Trey Young, Jalen Wilson, RJ Hampton, RJ Nemhard, etc. He always swore about, you know, the fact that there that he swore that there he read one day that it's scientifically proven there's no difference between high top and low tops. What? So yeah, and ankle support. There's no difference. It's all in your head. 
It's all. That's nuts. Yeah, he said he read something that it was like it's all in your like the difference between the ankle support and a high top and low top shoe is very no little to no difference, and it's in your head. That's what he told me because he wild. Yeah, he greatly feel about that from my ankle rolls yeah he because he's never never suffered ankle rolls and he wore always low cuts and i always would make fun of him and i always i always wear high tops and i would tie my high tops really tight around my ankle because that's how i grew up you know protecting either way trey young leaves the game and i don't know what happened but this is what the fuck the hawk should look like okay with, I'm not saying that DeJounte Murray needs to be the leading scorer. No, but what I'm saying is how Trey Young played. Trey Young wasn't playing for himself for the first time, it felt like ever. Trey Young went out there and was just looking for his teammates. Yes, he took 11 shots, but he only took one three pointer. He was five for 11. He got to the free throw line, but he had 12 assists to go with 18 points. And yes, he had four turnovers, but it was really DeJounte Murray who was out there being like the leading scorer. And Trey Young was setting everybody up. John Collins. Went three of five from three. Yes, three of five from three. 60% from three. In 19 points, three assists, five rebounds, two blocks. Onyeko Okongu, 11 points. DeAndre Hunter, 11 points. Trey, 18. DeJounte, 30. You got 10 from AJ Griffin, 16 from Clint Capello, 12 from Bogdan Bogdanovich. This team shot 50% on only 26 three point attempts. Got to the free throw line 20 times, made 19 of 20. Out rebounded the Dallas Mavericks. You know, and just every stat. This is that. This is what this team needs to look like. Eight man rotation. AJ Griffin, Clint Capella, Bogdan off the bench, with a little Jalen Johnson in there. What do you think of this team? Did you see any highlights of this game? I watched the game live, boy. I watched every Atlanta Hawks game live. I don't know if you're being serious. Yeah, I'm serious. What's up, every chatter? What's up, What's chatters? Bruno, Larry Johnson, Smith style, or, or Larry James, not Larry Johnson. Larry James. My eyes are getting weary. I think, well, this is like back-to-back games now where Trey Young has <laughs> – morning. I think Trey Young – I guess if they're going to win these games, I can't say anything. But, yeah, Trey Young taking 11 shots – Obviously, that's not what you want. You want Trey yeah, to take I, more. You don't want you don't <laughs> want Trey to be the third option. Like it literally went Dejounte Murray was number one, John Collins was the number Biased. two. Two the third the third guy who took the most shots was Bogdan Bogdanovich, and the fourth guy was Trey Young. Okay, I, I, I guess last night technically number wise, Trey Young was the fourth option. He also missed a chunk of the second quarter because he rolled his ankle, and you got to give him props because. 99% of the players in the league would have just left after that happened. I mean, he rolled over a photographer, but is that actually yeah, I, I didn't see the uh the the injury when it occurred. I tuned in after it had occurred. Yeah. And Clink is back now. Well, so wait, wait, wait. So he rolled his ankle on a photographer? Pretty much. Okay, because on Twitter they made it seem like he rolled his ankle like shooting or doing a layup, like he just landed. Yeah, on, yeah, on a layup. Oh, and then he landed on the photographer. I really th- – it didn't look anything – it didn't look dire or, or desperate or anything like Was that. it a freak instant or was it just he a went stupid – back to the locker room. Yeah, you went back to the locker room. That's when I tuned in because I saw that Trey Young went to the locker room. Freak instant, definitely not. Like but... was it just like happenstance or was it a stupid play by him? 
I I don't think neither nor like sometimes this just happens. Like Jabari rolled his ankle last <laughs> night, and I think st- I think it just kind of happens. But I would have not. Well, been no, no, sometimes if he came rolled in, ankle. And I wouldn't have been surprised if he came back in three games. Just rolled ankles are sometimes the opposing defender's fault. Yeah, not giving you the room. Booyah, booyah! How many times do we see guys? Grayson Allen's a good example. I think Giannis has done it a couple times. The oh, guys yeah, yeah. Giannis is a fuck. Where, like, this is just something, like, I'm a, I'm a guy who plays pickup, and I'm very aggressive, and, like, I love defense. But I respect people's jumping room because I know if they're going to let – I actually fucked – so I actually broke somebody's ankle. And, like, we went, yeah, went near my Greek league. Oh, I went up, Yeah, dude, I felt so bad. I went – I was on defense, and I went up to grab a board, and I jumped in front of a kid. And I, ju- I out jumped him, but I think he was like, I don't know, but he jumped out after me. So when I landed with the board, he landed on my feet and I literally felt his ankle break on my foot. <sighs> and like, he literally, I took the board and like threw it like up the court. And like this kid, like literally just sat on the ground and like, we had to stop the game and shit. Yeah. And like, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Like, and like, I had an I, I had another friend in high school break his ankle and I was like I literally walked over I was like I'm not gonna say anything but I'm pretty sure I just broke this kid's ankle <laughs> like I, I was like dude this is just an intramurals game I felt really bad but I always think I break something and it's always at basketball yeah yeah it's just because the kid I landed I, I took uh, I I like the kid landed on me but yeah no like sometimes ankle injuries are the defender's fault but. It was weird because you know what's weird about this Atlanta Hawks team is that we we really we really thought that Trey Young because he spent the summer working with Steph Curry that he was just going to be like baby Steph this year. Yeah, like it all hasn't, it hasn't quite, quite turned out that way. No. But do you agree that this is a team that is, if they can play like this? Obviously, shooting fifty percent from three, fifty-seven percent from the field—that's that's, that's uncharacter- uncharacteristic of them. But what I'm saying is, only twelve turnovers. Okay, a team that they had twenty-eight assists, and they were just moving the ball. Everyone was getting involved. Like this, this is how the Hawks should play. They had seven guys and no, eight guys in double digits. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one hundred thirty points is a lot, but. Still, this is this is a good team. Yeah, Bogdan's played twenty games now, and that's when you kind of gotta be like, all right, Bruno. I got like eight hours of sleep for the first time in like years, so that this is what this hair is. Now, let's move over to James. Don't uh, Tier's not going to talk to Aaron Fox. He doesn't uh, stay up that late, and it also doesn't fit his uh, mainstream narrative. To talk about the Kings. So. No, I. Well, we will talk about the Kings uh, in a couple months. So, okay, well, we'll talk about the Kings. I was going to switch over to the Wizards, <laughs> but you're an asshole, and we'll talk Kings. No one's ever said let's talk Wizards except for you on the whole planet ever at any point, even when John Wall was there. I now you're I just being rude. now you're just yeah <laughs> now you're just being rude. <laughs> All right, we got light the beam. <laughs> I might make a, my football videos keep flapping, so I might make a Kings video today. Dude, okay, so I, like, pumped out. So the first couple football videos I put out did really well, and then the last couple 
have kind of flopped low hundreds. Yeah, I'm getting the same damn amount of views, dude. I'm getting like a hundred views. I'm making like three bucks, and it's uh, it's just <laughs> not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, <laughs> I got, I got, I got in about eleven days. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna work for me. So yeah, it might be time to get back to uh, NBA videos. <laughs> Need to pay that rent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go over. Let's talk about the Sacramento Kings. They beat the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Sacramento Kings are a team that are what five game win streak it was that they're on. They got the white, hey. they got the the Target store brand version of Clay Thompson and Kevin Herter, and I'd mean that with all due respect. Oh, you. No, that's a really good Target store brand's great. I suppose it's better than him being a Walmart store brand version of Clay Thompson. I guess he's averaging sixteen points. A game, yeah. Clay Thompson averaged like twenty four. It was a seems kind of rude. Kevin Herter is a borderline all star. Clay Thompson was an all NBA player. This is true. Three dollars isn't too bad at McDonald's, but uh, Rashawn Holmes started tonight. Can we also Rashawn Holmes started and he did and he did fine, and it was surprising to me that. Even without the bonus that they they ran him in the starting unit. Somebody wants a trade. Trade the man. Come on, trade the man. You know, Rashawn Holmes has been in Sacramento for four seasons now. And Rashawn Holmes is a guy that was part of the the tanking Sixers. I also forgot P.J. Dozier (laughs) was on this team. P.J. Dozier, the South Carolina Gamecock. Yeah, dude. He's on this team. And what's crazy about this team is how Terrence Davis has been phased out of the lineup after he was like a solid off the bench guy for them. Okay. And off the bench, it's been the two bigs, Trey Lyles and Chemsey met to, and then Davion Mitchell and Malik Monk come in. And really for them, it's, it's crazy thing about that Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray and De'Aaron Fox all basically played 40 minutes tonight. And I just, I just thought it was. It's crazy to see that, like, they're 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 starting unit. Okay, if you looked at this, this was a starting unit that had ninety five points between the five players. Ninety five points yeah. between your starters without Demontis Sabonis in there. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about. Well, they're the number one scoring offense in the NBA. What was Demontis' injury? Was it the hat? Whatever he's been suffering. You know no, you're sick. He was illness, illness, illness. I, I'm a little worried about their bench depth in the playoffs, or just as the season progresses. I would not be surprised if they made a move. Something's going on. Malik Monk's they're only playing him like 10 to 15 minutes a night, and he's not he's throwing up a lot of bricks. We're in. I remember like Luke recently was you know, Malik Monk six man, and uh, not quite sure what's going on over there, but. Their starting lineup is so good, and it was it was cool to see on uh, and what is it NBA ESPN where they had Darren Fox and Demona Sabonis, and they broke down one of their plays and all the different options that they have with having all the shooters surrounded and two lefties, and it was it was just cool to see. So it is a great starting unit, and um, I think they're. I mean, obviously we had what Larry was Larry. I think said that they were. 
top three now with the win last night against Los Angeles. It's they're not afraid of anybody, and um, I think they're no one's really talking about the trade deadline in general outside of like John Collins and Jay Crowder. So they might be a team to watch out for. The uh, Sacramento Kings making a move. I just got sent a video of a guy. I, I got to send you this. Okay, I, I can't explain this to you. This guy basically took a fence, a metal fence post through his nutsack. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I can't show this. It's enough internet for the day. Kansas State fan after the KU game. Poor guy. Did it get in the group chat yet? I sent <laughs> it in the – it's in our group chat. Oh, just look at I, look at the group chat right now. Text notifications off. All right, just turn my mom. Just turn, look at that right now. Yeah, where the hell is Luke Ben? Luke's just a fucking piece of shit who can't wake up. I don't even want to look at that. I don't even want to look at that. Don't please watch it. Please watch it. Please, it. please watch it. Oh, it's not gross. Bad ball there's thing. no, no, no. There's no blood. There's no blood. I swear. Well, I God. saw. I saw what it. I saw he's like you know hanging and just look. Just watch it. I want to. I want you to watch it. I'm not watching it. I want you to watch it. <laughs> okay, basically, a K-State fan, a Kansas State fan tried going through a fence post, like a metal fence post, and they had to cut the fence post and, uh, what do you call it, take him to the ER because the fence post uh, protruded through his nutsack. I guarantee you if Boogie Cousins right now played Brittany freaking – Griner, I guarantee you it would be 11 0. Guaranteed. <laughs> It'd be 11 0. But you no, know, I think this is a team that, yeah, Malik Monk over the last, you know, for he hasn't been as hot as of late as he was earlier in the season. If we look at it, I think his shooting split has fallen down to, yeah, 28.6% for this month. Even De'Aaron Fox, this team as a whole, I know they're shooting 40% for this the month, but if you really look at it, Harrison Barnes for the month has been their best three-point shooter. So has Keegan Murray, Davion Mitchell, Trey Lyles, and Kevin Herter. But De'Aaron Fox has fallen down to like 31% from three, 28% from Malik. And I think part of the reason why Terrence Davis isn't playing is they couldn't hit a shot. And even Sabonis can't hit a shot. So it seems like right now this team, they're on a five-game win streak while a lot of their star players are going through a shooting slump. Yeah, and I guess it's important to note that this five-game win streak, two against the Rockets, one against Orlando, one against Sacramento. So the good news is, even Easy though schedule. so they play themselves, still, and they're still putting up 130 against all those teams while uh, going through their own issues. So there's definitely something going on in Sacramento. Yeah, no, I, I thought you know last, it was interesting. So let's pivot over here and let's talk about another game. Fun game that I got to watch last Ooh. night of my Washington Wizards. Also, Rui Hachimura is now being discussed for trade after they acted like they weren't going to trade him. Now they're like, yeah, by the way, well, it works more in trade options for him. Definitely trade him. And I think right here, what do you think of the Washington Wizards? Do you think this is a team that could – they have the talent to make it in the play-in, but do you think mm-hmm. they're capable of turning around? Because last night – this is the Wizards we need. Okay, obviously, we don't – like, Beal had 18. Like, it's really like Beal, Porzingis, and Kuzma need to control the game while the role players, Monte Morris, Daniel Gafford, Danny Athia, Don Wright, all come in and help out, okay? 
I mean, Rui Hachimura came in and shot seven field goals, made none of them. Shot six threes, made none of them. <laughs> and just get off the floor. DeLon Wright being, being back is – I do think that's nice for, for him. DeLon Wright's huge, his defense. You know, even Monty's been doing a little bit of everything more more so consistently recently. Bradley yeah, Beal's back. Who's just gone, dude? This is not – Gonna work out the way you want it to. Who's most gone, dude? The way I'm reading it is so right now. The way I'm the athletic said that Kyle Kuzma would be shut the fuck up. Okay, Josh Robbins (laughs) did say, did say of the athletic that from the way he's understanding it right now, that the Washington Wizards are attempting to keep are attempting to keep. Come on, girl. Girl. Tell no mods. Johnny Davis sucks. That's what happened to Johnny Davis. This guy, this poor Wizard fan, clip this editor. Poor Wizards fan, desperate Wizards fan reacts to trying. Desperate Wizard fan tries to make sense of Kyle Kuzma wanting to. Desperate Wizard fan headline, new article. Desperate Wizards fan convinces himself Kyle Kuzma is staying. Uh, I'm back. Did What'd you hear you that joke? No, what was your joke? I'm going to write a new article. It's called Desperate Wizard fan or new clip. Desperate Wizard fan convinces himself Kyle Kuzma is staying. All right, so Kyle Kuzma could be staying. So this is this is why I'm saying he could be staying. If they keep him... Listen to this. This is from what I've read from multiple sources is that if they, they're going to talk with his agent and they're going to be like, look, we can offer you more money than anybody else. And if that's the case, would you consider testing unrestricted free agency, telling us what the other offers you're getting? We'll match it, pay you a little bit more than anybody else and you stay so we can keep a core of Kristoff's Kyle Kuzma and Bradley Beal. If Kuz goes you know what, I'm cool with that. I already won a championship, and I would like to build a legacy here in Washington, and they keep him. But if they, he tells them that, that not, nah, you could pay me like more than anybody else, and I probably still won't resign because I'm trying to go to a contender, then they'll trade him. But right now, it seems like with every game, Kuzma really likes it here because there's no other team in the league where Kuzma would be the second option or, or you know what I mean, first option on nights. Yeah. Like, who, this is the only team, arguably, in the league that Kuzma is, would be considered one of the star players on the team. Yeah. And that's it's why – It's similar to Utah. Yeah. Utah. But, yeah, I think the only other team would be like a team like Utah. Would you rather live oh, in these – I meant um, college. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he went to school in Utah. And I think, I think Kyle Kuzma, at the end of the day, like it's like Bradley Beal – it's nice to be somewhere where you're wanted. Yeah, yeah. And he he's a Michigan boy, so that's always been curious to me. Is I don't know if he got that. Did he get the – because I'm not saying he should leave Washington. I don't think he should leave Washington. I just think he is because of all this Laker drama going on, all the rumors. He doesn't seem like he is down with – staying in washington but if he does good good on him and that's not a horrible idea and yeah kuzma be okay pete you win 35 games and maybe you make the play in and 
It's the build from the middle. Another bust and and Johnny Davis and and go from there. Yeah, because the building from the middle has really worked out recently with Rui Hachimura, Denny Advida, uh, Johnny Davis. It's really working. Right, first off, let's talk about Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis is looking like a bust. The fact that Jordan Goodwin, a second-year player, he's nice. Like getting yeah, Jordan Goodwin's awesome. But the fact that Jordan Goodwin is getting more minutes and more playing time than Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis is like also playing terrible in the G League. When we had all those guard injuries, we didn't even play Johnny Davis. There was questions about his athleticism already coming into the NBA, but he was supposed to be one of the more pro-ready players in the draft because he was a 21, 20-year-old, whatever. He had played multiple seasons at Wisconsin. Um, I just think that you look at Johnny Davis – and A, I'll admit that the the Wizards aren't the best developers of talent. Mm. B, I but I don't entirely blame Johnny Davis on them. I think Johnny Davis is, you know, just A, just I don't I don't know, man. I really he just not he might not be an NBA basketball player yet. And right here, uh, the Badgers wire road, it's been a challenging start. That being said, it has been a difficult start. He's only appeared in 10 games, scoring 11 points for the regular team. And even with the, the G League team, he's averaging 11 points and three and a half rebounds in 28 minutes a night. Yeah, he's suffered a hip injury too. And he's mm-hmm. gone through some hip injuries. But Wes Ansel Jr. was supposedly, you know, a few weeks ago, he said in the G League that Johnny Davis started playing with a different different swagger. And I don't know. It's just hmm. look, like look, the team's prize. They have Isaiah Todd and Johnny Davis. We don't even talk about Isaiah Todd. I've never seen Isaiah Todd play. Okay, and hmm? you're a bad fan. Well, Isaiah Todd's like, like Man, right when your team gets a new player, you gotta be hopping on all the mixtapes, watching them. Ooh, what do we got here? I remember watching Justin Patton highlights, and then. John Wall comes out straight dissing them. They only played two games together. So. so in the G League, from what I'm reading right now, in a league producing 116.7 points per 100 possessions, both Isaiah Todd and Johnny Davis are scoring less than 100 points per 100 possessions. While Davis has shot 32.8% from three, Isaiah Todd has shot 25.5%. Johnny Davis rebounds decently for his position. Isaiah Todd for a big guy can't rebound. Both players have more turnovers and assists. Neither player generates steals or blocks or any sort of shows any sort of ability to be competent NBA defenders. And they both are foul prone. So the young guys aren't that great on, you know, for us. So, yeah. I'm not giving up on Johnny Day. I think what he's doing right now is historically bad. I, for where he was drafted. I mean, he has not made a three in his NBA career, but like you said, he's only played 10 games. Hip injuries are not fun, I imagine. And, you know, like what he's doing right now is just, it's so bad in the NBA. It's just so bad that there's no way that this is his career outlook. As far as bust goes, it depends on what you view as a bust. I think we throw around that word. I throw that word around very loosely, more for comedic purposes. I think he'll be a fine rotational player in the NBA, but I don't think, you know, it's as far as like a starting, you know, walking bucket, it's definitely not looking. So I, Johnny Davis, that way right now, he was my one bust. If I had to, if I had to make a bust, it was Johnny. He was my safe prospect because he's six foot six 
And he was, you know, a guy that played two years in college. And I really thought he was going to be able to come in here and be effective because, yeah, I know he shot 30% his last year in college, but the first year he shot 38%. And for me, I just thought he showed that he could be a really good competitor. He had size to play the one, the two, and the three. You know, it's hard to score 20 points per game in college and be Big Ten Player of the Year. And on top of that, like, I think, you know, he had shown some athleticism. I knew that there was – he had struggled to elevate into his shot and create, you know, some separation in the college level, which I think displayed how small of the margin of error his game has, which I think that's kind of a problem that because he's not a great separator of space, Johnny Davis, it's what's, you know – hasn't allowed him to hit threes consistently or add a bit more juice off the bounce for to separate. Yeah. So I think he, he has enough touch where you can, you can believe it, but John Davis was a guy that I thought was a top 20 prospect who was going to be a solid rotation player because of his toughness. And his upside was, you know, borderline all-star as, you know, he was kind of a quick, twitch, quick twitch guy with a lack of shiftiness that I thought could be developed into a quality starting guard to guard in the NBA. But, you know, I do worry about if he can be efficient enough as a secondary creator, given his limited passing ability, which we've seen, but if he can figure it out, his toughness, competitiveness and track record of getting better, I've all shown that maybe next year will be the year we see Johnny Davis actually be someone who could help. And by the way, Jalen Suggs is not a bust. Jalen Suggs is not a bust because you can't do injuries. You can't do injuries like Jalen Suggs has suffered. Yeah, I I'm a big. We're talking Smith stuff. I'm yeah. I, Suggs since coming back from injuries, playing what? What are they running him? Eleven minutes a night. He hasn't put up thirteen, four, and five like his season averages. But I think it's really just Wiseman and Suggs right now. You, you can't say they're bust because injuries like James people don't realize how much an injury puts someone back because you got to start Suggs from- is having a Suggs has played good when he's been healthy I mean dude the what was the first two games of the season he had like who was basically 20 points above those games I mean yeah he's like a 13 four and six guy in general too did you see Mark Williams last night no I actually didn't watch Rockets game Really, I I I I can't. I I genuinely can't. I don't. But Kevin Porter Jr. has not been playing, so I can watch him a little bit easier. But no, I was um, only watch like I barely watch it. I was I'm pretty big into my fantasy team right now, and I was going through the out the other ones. But Jalen dropped like forty one. So Jalen did watch drop today. But let's talk about our man, Mark Williams, who had a block party. And I, I, if you remember, before the pre-draft process, we had discussed this. Behind Chet Holmgren, there was two big guys. You either were a Jalen Duren fan, who he was a little bit more raw, Whoa. but he, he was, you know, athletically. And I think Jalen Duren had a higher ceiling, while Mark Williams was physically more ready for the NBA and had a higher floor. So you <clears> were – well, Walker Kessler was the the fourth big guy behind Chet, Mark Williams, yeah. and Jalen. I know it's changed how the season progressed. We're talking pre-draft. Pre-draft process, Walker Kessler was the, the fourth center in the pre-draft process. That That's a fact. 
That's a mm. fact. So with Mark Williams, I think Mark, this dude, the guy had a block party, five blocks, 17 points. I mean, every time they've given Mark Williams the run, Mark Williams comes in and shows that God damn, is he good. And it was crazy to think about when the season started, it was all Nick Richards. Nick Richards was balling out for them. Then Mason Plumlee took over, and Mason Plumlee's still balling out. He had a great game last night. But Mark Williams has supplanted himself in front of, in front of Nick Richards and is showing that, hey, I'm an NBA player. What are your think, thoughts on Mark Williams? I, too, think Mark Williams is an NBA player. I would like his minutes to slowly rise as the season goes on. But last night he was even – he was. it seems like as if he was uber aggressive. I think playing the Houston Rockets imaginingly helps. You know, LP is not the best uh, rim protector, just like Jokic. But I'm so glad Charlotte got the win. I'm so glad Charlotte got the win. And I hope Lamelo's all right. And I, I can't believe they got the win without Lamelo. And um, I'm just so glad. I just, I just am happy. That's just how bad really hot. <laughs> that is how bad we are. All right, let's let's pivot right here. Last topic before we play Pirtle. Luka Doncic has strongly indicated desire for the Mavericks to upgrade the roster by the deadline. And we're about three weeks away. And this is a team that, you know, that said also, uh, Tim McMahon previously stated that the Mavericks have a two-year window that they can build around Doncic. And then Mark Cuban denied that. But is there a deal out there? (laughs) Is there a deal out there that the Dallas Mavericks have? Yeah, definitely. I think they could get Karras for Tim Hardaway Jr. Is that worth it? They would easily get it done. Uh, Good question. Like, is that really an upgrade? (laughs) I don't know. Or are you just switching a pawn for a pawn? Well, it's more – yeah, I mean, it's more contract. Maybe um, Dallas would like to get a little bit more cap-friendly in the offseason. Uh, so, but is there actually any players you think out there that they could go and get themselves? I mean, Cam Reddish is out there. I've suggested the idea. Do you do you try to see you hit up the 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 New York Knicks and you're like, if you take Davis Bertans and Dwight Powell, we'll give you a first round pick for Evan Fournier and Cam Reddish or Derrick Rose and Cam wow, Reddish. Such a bad trade um, for the Knicks. It is, but it's, no, that's <laughs> a very bad trade for the Dallas Mavericks. What do you mean, Dwight Powell? What does Camp Reddish offer me on any NBA team? He fits. I'm trying to win a championship, not deal with this freaking hothead bench ruiner. Well, why do you think the Mavericks, the Bucks, and the Lakers all want Camp Reddish? I don't know. I don't. I don't know because I think there's a six foot eight guy who can play a little bit of defense Uh, and shoot over the top without anybody. Seems like a big locker room threat this late into the season and I don't think Dallas is trying to do that. I don't know what Dallas does, but they've won a couple of games. They have the fifth most efficient offense on the season, although they're not like even a top half scoring team. I've said this time and time again, the the clock is ticking. 
And anything less than a Western Conference Finals appearance is not going to please Luka Doncic, and that's going to cause an offseason of moves. And if they don't improve from that year, yes, he's gone. He's good as gone, and he'll go to the Houston Rockets. And it's as clear as day, and Mark Cuban denying it is only because he has to deny it because you can't be like, yeah, I, yeah, we got two years of Luka. Other than if we haven't won, he's probably going to want to go. Like, you can't say that. So we all know it's true. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Bruno, this right here is a stitched Michael Jordan Wizards jersey I've had since I was five. Steve I chat's the answer, and then says, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> you're an asshole. You know what that is? You're a douchebag." Yeah. Oh no, I left my MJ jersey in um Chicago. Damn, I should have brought it. We could have had a MJ day. MJ day. We oh. we should we should wear our MJ jerseys when LeBron's about to break the scoring record or something goofy. Let's just get Kareem Abdul Jabbar jerseys. I take one. I used to have a Chamberlain jersey and I'm pretty sure someone stole it. <laughs> but you guys know what time it is. Oh, your friends steal your stuff. Oh yeah. Former friends. Yeah. Luca's a basketball player and he wants to leave, so you should get on your knees. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to leave. Gonna leave Mark Cuban with a lot of grief. Damn, Ooh. now he's got beef. Seeing Luca playing for the LA team. Damn, now he's about to win. That's always been his dream. Wait, wait. Got a couple bitches that he's trying to freaking cream. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's our done for our freestyle right there. And, oh, fuck, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> it's, hey, you could, I could have been referring to the Clippers, but. Because <laughs> Larry Jones. The Lakers, ooh, give me more of that. I'll uh, give you Russ in a first. We'll talk Thunder real quick before we wrap up the show. But... <sighs> oh. Um. Okay, this could be... Is this Juancho Hernan Gomez? No. Dude, what, did you think for a second? Yeah. I'm going to go with... Do, 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 Tim Hardaway Jr. He's taller than 6'9", but okay. Oh, fuck. Thank you. Well, I clearly know exactly what I'm talking about. That's Davis Bertans. Yeah, I was about to say that. It's now it's for Todd's. Bang! At least it gives us time to talk about the Thunder. Yay. Let's right. go. No, I'm just kidding. I like I like Thunder. I actually watched a fair amount of that game because I got TJ McConnell, and I was getting all pissed off at him last night. But they played the Thunder. Giddy up. Giddy, Josh Giddy's third quarter was insane. Josh Giddy's a dog. And it was a crazy third quarter. So I got commented on our last Thunder skit like Giddy did not have a good last month. And it was, it was like 16-9-6 like and six or something like that on great shooting. Baisley. Darius Baisley's on his way out, but I wanted to put this, this on. Josh Giddy and Shea can play with each other. But then you know who's in second place for Rookie of the Year right now? Jalen Williams. Dude, that guy's ridiculous. Is it actually? Yeah, dude, he's been what? insane. 
It's him Damn, and Benedict. This rookie Matt, class, people are talking about how disappointing this rookie class has been at times this year with the rookies. I think it was just this rookie class, like outside of the top Everyone's three guys. Outside of the top three guys, there's a crapshoot. And everyone's injured, though. Yeah. I just thought it. Jabari just got hurt last night. Do you, I'm on the thought that the Oklahoma City Thunder, Pat, once the trade deadline passes and they trade Darius Baisley, they. Yeah, that'll, they'll lose some games because they traded Darius Baisley. No, but they'll start sitting, guys. Why? But why does the uh, Darius Baisley? Oh, because they only have one first round pick next offseason, and they've talked about wanting to bring in a veteran on a max contract to lead this. And they was Darius Baisley by multiple beat writers of the of the Thunder have suggested that the Oklahoma City Thunder are taking calls for Darius Baisley because they intend to let him walk in restricted free agency. They just have too many players and with like their picks and stuff that they're going to start because they're they kind of from what I've been told is they know their core already. Mm -hmm. Like their core is is set with Josh. Mm -hmm. They should should probably play Baisley if they uh, if they plan on trading him away. Or I guess, yeah, they're one game below 500. So, yeah, like their core right now Jalen Williams, Lou Dort, Kenrich Williams, Josh Giddy Shea. Chet right there. And then that right there, you got six guys. Aaron Wiggins and Isaiah Joe are two guys that they'd like to keep around. Same thing with Trey Mann, Jalen Williams, and Mike Muscala. Right there, if you add those guys, that's already like 11 guys. And then you have a few other. And just Darius basically just doesn't fit, you know? But yeah, the Thunder team is, is good. I, I don't. I agree with a lot of these guys. I don't know if they're not. I don't think they're gonna tank anymore, man. Or game below five hundred. I know, but like but they're on the rise as opposed to like a Utah and Indiana who have been more downhill after hot starts. I mean, that, that, those are valid points. So, mm, I guess we still have a month. A month till All Star breaks. So we'll see. Which guys, by the way, the like button hit that sub button. We're trying to hit two thousand subs by the All Star break. Yeah, yeah Shea's a rising superstar. Um, Josh Giddy's having a phenomenal year. And once you get Chet back, and especially if they have like another top pick, which it doesn't look great right now because they're like getting below 500, they're once they fill out the rest of their roster with their with their these vets, um, it's gonna be a really interesting uh, run. All righty, that's gonna be the end of today's episode. Thank you for everyone who's been tuning in. Surprise, not surprisingly, like Jackson said, our best numbers are usually in the mornings, and it has been. We've been averaging past three, four days, basically double digits in the mornings. No way. Yeah, like eight to twelve. Damn, not we're bad. Back. We're back, but that's it. Like, like said, we're on the way to 2000. Hit that like and subscribe button. If you guys did enjoy today's show, be a friend and tell a friend. Thanks, Bruno. Thanks, Larry James. Thanks, Mista. Thanks, Zach ZA Spurs. Thanks, Jackson's roommate, Nick. And we're going to head out now. I love you. I'll be a friend and tell a friend. We'll be back tomorrow. Luke is allegedly going to be on. So if you want to hear Luke, he'll be there. Cheers. Ciao.